0: Welcome back to the Character Corner Podcast, your host Chris and Deepom here, and we're back for the poll list. Uh, we do our poll list every uh, three months. Uh, we talk about some of the, uh, the comic books we've been reading and discussing. Uh, this one, because it's the end of 2019, we're going to talk about some of our We'll talk less about some of our favorite books of the year because I think we've been talking about that pretty much all year. Uh, and I think when you listen to our pull, our regular pull list, we'll be talking about that. We're also going to talk about some of our favorite uh, series and runs and, and, and issues over the last decade, uh, starting from twenty uh, what twenty ten to now. So
1: wow, we've done this podcast long enough that we've talked.
0: about <laughs> I know we talked about a lot. I started going through some of this. I'm like, we've talked. About <laughs> I already
1: mentioned that.
0: Yeah, I was yeah, like, was oh, we talked about that stuff. We've... And if it wasn't for the character owner, it was like the comic book club before then. So it's, it's been some stuff we talked yeah. about. So um all right, so let's jump into our poll list for December. Um let's start with the let's start with the, let's, let's start with the heavy hair at the top because this is the one we've been waiting for. We said we were we were delaying the, the poll list specifically to talk about this. We finally it actually delivered on time Doomsday Clock number That's 12 dropped. That
1: was rude. It, but was it was rude. it's real, it's real though. It, I mean, it's real, but it's rude.
0: I mean, it's real rude. How I mean, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Real rude. Um, Doomsday Clock number 12 dropped, and um, great job, Johns. You sucked the landing. Didn't know if you were gonna do it. It, it was a journey, it was a two year journey, but you sucked the landing.
1: What's wild to me is that it's so largely it's so divergent from the show. Like, they both, the relationship between these pieces of media and the social material are very different but they're both super effective in what they aim to do
0: god damn it we do not talk before we record i swear to <laughs> god what? i swear to god we do not talk before we record this shit but i literally pulled this i, I literally put this in my notes when the first thing i had in my notes about doom's clock was like it feels like a good compliment to the watchman series on hbo it's different because they're each doing different things for the medium they're in, like they're doing something. The the show did something great for TV and, and dealing with race and how they're doing that, and and Doomsday Clock used some similar things, but did it for the larger, um, their larger commentary on pretty much DC, DC's comic book world, and how and these. I,
1: I felt it almost like I could pay a companion piece of Secret Wars.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It it, it was, and so. To me, it's like there are certain elements that, like I could, I could read Doomsday Clock and watch Watchmen and enjoy both of them for what they were. Even though they were different, they had so many similar themes surrounding Doctor Manhattan and what they were doing there that it worked out really well. Almost to the point, I'm like, Yo, were they talking a little bit? Because I feel like, like there were just so many little elements here that felt like they they all connected. I was like, this was this was some good synergy. Like, if they if this was all done independently of each other, which if DC and WB, so I wouldn't be surprised if it, w- it was. If it was all done independently, that's some good synergy right there. That's some good. That, that's and and it, and it and it's from two people that seem to understand the core of the characters they were dealing with, and and it's amazing how you can turn something in that drastically different from each other, but still nails nails the core of what. The characters are supposed to be to tell it, to tell a different story, and it worked out really well for me.
1: Oh, me too. Like I, when I read twelve, I was like, I need mean, everyone else screw this right now, because it's the whole thing's a love letter to comic books and the DC comics, like you said. And Jeff Johns is the right guy to write it. And there are people who feel a certain way about Johns's, and I do at certain times. His pull to nostalgia, his play to what he grew up on. But he was the right writer for this piece, for this story.
0: When you give him, when you give him a set beginning and end. Oh, he's not many
1: better in
0: the game. You know, you know, he's, he's one of the best. And here, when you knew it was always going to be 12. Like, Eventually. If, <laughs> let's see, I didn't even try to, I wasn't trying to do it
1: time. I did it. I, I, but, I did that one. That was me.
0: But it worked. And like you said, and, and whether they planned it or not to be, and they didn't, let's be honest, they did not plan for it to take this long. But they were able to then use the 12 that John was, wrote and he was able to write to include all the things that are currently happening in Rebirth, which, just to be honest here, and d and, and, and I r- remind everyone, when DC first came up with Rebirth stuff, we were very skeptical of what they were going to be able to pull off. Because something that, it Until feels that like... Until
1: zero some... issue hit. Huh? Until that zero issue hit.
0: Right. Well, even then, it was like, this is a big promise, guys. This is a... This is, a big, this is a big thing, but like you said, all the things end up kind of coming into mattering. You know, it's like the callback to the Legion of Superheroes, the uh, uh, the justice, the Justice Society, and 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 the piece with there, like all those pieces kind of come in, and the fact that, like you said, John's is the right person because he, you know, for better or for worse, his his calls back to nostalgia can be a hindrance sometimes, but a lot of times they work because. It's a good. It's usually a good mix. And here, it's a good mix. Everything kind of goes back. He centers everything around Superman. And it, it makes sense because everything at, 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 at DC shoots in around Superman. He's their first yes. hero. Starting with the Action Comics number one. I mean, this is a perfect way to end 2019 because we started at a character corner talking about the, the history of comics. And so you all know, go back to listen to that episode we did back in January. That is, you know, Action Comics number one and the importance of that and Superman. And so, for Johnson, to then take that, and, and what Superman and Clark Kent should mean, and 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 build Doomsday Clock around that. It's it's perfect. Right? It's also also makes you mad at at, at the, the movie side when you say you don't know what to do with fucking Superman. Come on, come on,
1: come on! Especially when we saw what saw the TV did
0: right and so and again I wasn't sure how he was going to land because it felt like there was a lot that had to happen in issue 12 um and it I want to say it's a larger issue it definitely is it's like 44 issues I mean 44 pages um but what he does with it um it works and it pulls everything together and um well, like you said I think I think you're right. It it feels kind of like what Hickman did with Secret Wars, and and kind of giving, telling people to remember your past and the nostalgia of the past, and, and using that, but also setting you up for the future of what could possibly be. And that's what comics have always been to kind of move on and move forward from there. Like, don't forget your past, but remember it enough so that you can make a new future. And yeah. Like I said, I, I think I think Doomsday Clock pulls it all off and I'm I'm really excited. Uh like I said, it, it I'm I'm glad to have been wrong in my um skepticism of it. Like this is what I want. I want to be wrong on things like this.
1: Yeah. And it's 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 I reread most of I read the back half of Doomsday Clock, I think, like a week ago. Just to get a feel for it all. I he does the story in the same way that the show did the story that it starts very small. Mm-hmm. And by the end, you're talking about like, the metaphysics of a universe. Mm-hmm. And so I think that this is going like, to... I have friends who are like, is it all done? Can I read it now? Who haven't started it. And I understand that. And maybe it would have read different for me too, but rereading most of it, like I, I I'm really, There's a lot of patience in the pacing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it spells out early on that the people are the difference. And it just happens to refocus on one person at the end, but like, I think it also, yeah. go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna say I think it also helps that you were also reading a lot of the other, like even more than me, some of the other books yeah. that kind of tied in indirectly or even directly into what the story was being told in Doomsday Clock. Like that helps. Like right. me, I, I wasn't reading all this stuff, but I knew about I knew about some of the other elements that were popping in, like the Southern Young Justice and things like that. So I knew all these things were popping were, hop, were hop, hopping up. Like the the thing came out about Wonder Woman being, you know, on a member of the Justice Society, things like that. Like I knew all these things were in the works So when they pop up in this book and you see what happening here, you're like, okay, like I see where this is tied into a larger a larger a larger element. Right? Well, um,
1: more than anything it proved that there was a plan right something that's that coming out of metal and coming out of rebirth they had a set roadmap what they were going to do and i don't know if you're up on justice league but they've done some pretty They're, that books. everything else like you've seen the thing yeah. here and all the other books
0: yeah i'm i'm, I'm way behind on justice league but i know it's there and um the flash the flash is the same way with the flash oh, man. the flash is heavily probably more so um than any other book uh like solo book sometimes uh it's one of those things with him and his his force quest and going through there and how all that ties them together. So yeah, um like you said, it it it's it's been a it's been a long time since I felt like all the books at DC felt related in some kind of way. Um and had a plan. Um but this one definitely like this all came together and dooms like, can you go forward and not have read Doomsday Clock? Absolutely. I think you can read all those of the books, yeah. not read Doomsday Clock and be fine but I think doomsday clock gives you a more appreciation for some of the other things that are happening. And I think it's one of those things that ties all the glue together. Cause you see some of those, if you read those and, and, those things happen independently, you're just like, Oh, there's one off and you're, you're you you can not read them like you normally read DC. And I think that's what I figured out. You have to read them and go, okay, this part of, you have to read them like you, you, like you read Marvel. Like when there's something that doesn't make sense, you're like, wait, something else is going on here. Let me go see if I can find out where that's being referenced right. at and here. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good thing, but it's also bad for your wallet.
1: <laughs> so Terrible. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, no, no. Uh, Doomsday Clock, I think, good, great job. Great job at DC for this. Um, and, and great job overall for Rebirth.
1: Yeah, they really handled this one really well, I thought. Of all their retcons, this has been one of the best.
0: Yeah. Well, and because it's like they're retconning it, but also kind of not retconning it. So
1: exactly. It's a, it's a,
0: it's an anti DC retcon. Go figure. <laughs> right.
1: God bless everyone who's not trying to drive this bus.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um the next big one. Um Tom King's run on Batman finally ended what was that, eighty five?
1: Eighty five glorious issues.
0: <sighs> um
1: Listen. I know some people have I've asked- seen some negativity about this run. Yeah. Y'all some fucking liars. Y'all read a different book than I did.
0: Y- you know what it is? <clears throat> I think history, just like with uh, uh, Nick Spencer's Captain America run, history retreats run way better than I think some people initially have. And I think it's because, and we'll talk about this when we get into uh run to, uh, run to uh, of our favorite run to the decades stuff like that. Sky Snyder's run was great and I love Scott and I run one of my favorite runs of Batman, but I think it also kind of, it, it kind of reestablishes who Batman is, right? right? Like This is Batman here. Tom King doesn't break Batman, but he's making Batman. He's readying Batman for the next stage, right? And getting as a, a, a moving the character forward in ways that hasn't happened in a long time. We're getting a new dynamic. By the time you end this, you have a Batman that's, Accepting of who he is.
1: Something so, like... go ahead. so this is my view on the Batman Run since New 52 started. Scott said you right. Redefined who Batman was, and kind of cemented who Batman. That's why you got Year Zero and a lot of other fun shit. Mm-hmm. This was this this was the deconstruction, reevaluation of the why of Batman. Yes. Like if you go back and read some of those early issues, like when he invades Santa Prisca and he's like, "This was a suicide." Mm-hmm. This is always us. This is a long this is the world's longest suicide. And now, with James Tinian taking over, who we'll all remember from that seminal Detective Comics run. Now we're gonna get the what of Batman, because they asked him on Twitter, who is what's the um you say you're focusing mostly on Batman. You've written a large team book in the past with the Bat family and detective comics. How is this going to differentiate? He says, This time my my supporting characters are the villains. And I thought that was a really interesting framing of it because we talked about this when we did our, oh wow, this is a while back, but we did our rogues gallery at Batman. Those rogues are all reflective of an aspect of Bruce. Mm-hmm. And so to make them, to elevate them in a way that the writer is saying they're basically the co-stars of this book, makes me think that what Batman does is about to change. Mm-hmm. Or at least be redefined.
0: Well, you think about it, I mean... We already had one villain that was redefined, Clayface.
1: Oh, you, Ting, exactly. Tiggins proved this is what he does. Right. So,
0: like, I'm already really excited to see what they do. Uh, again, these have been different phases of Batman. And you still got that Tom Tom King uh, book with Cat, uh, uh, Catwoman, uh, Cat Catwoman and Batman. You're doing, mm-hmm. what, 15 issues of that, I think? So yep, we still have that, which is going to be a new dynamic. We're here where you have, you also have now Bruce Wayne opening up to somebody And again, going back to the thing of re- redefining villains, Catwoman has been a villain, right? You know, most times she's a villain. She is now you in, you in this run with her fighting side by side with Batman on several, several different things. Like she's been a hero. So we're going to see, um, and, and I'm really excited to see uh, what Tinian what does with, with this. Cause I, I think that you're right. It's like, the Rose Gallery. We got a little bit of them during this run here, but it still was really focused on Batman. Um, very, very much. So. You know, and and obviously at the end, we're seeing Joker at the end of the the, the epilogue of, of this series. Like we're we're in for some we're in for some 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 big things going forward.
1: Um, you, that wrote that. Right
0: yeah, I could tell. <laughs> um, and, and I'm like, mm, yeah, that's why there's a reason why, even though Tom King is done, I have not canceled the subscription and this is going to keep on going. I just got to subscribe now to the other Tom King book, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to keep the subscription going because I'm really excited to see what they're doing with this. because so far we've had two really great runs of Batman. And
1: I think that they, people they are treating him like the character that he is.
0: Right. And I think that a lot of people's issues with the Tom King Batman is it, 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 it broke down. It, it, we saw Batman more broken and beaten than we th- than than people are used to, right? Yeah. There, this really got down to the core of 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 who who the man underneath the mask was. There's a lot of that as well, right? A lot of having to get underneath the mask and and cutting through, you know, you know the the mask that Bruce has put on himself. They say you're more than this like the conversation between him and Gotham girl and she's like invite me to the wedding it's like what we're doing like he's like come on settle down you need to be with her the whole thing with his father his father is like the whole the whole back half of this this run was basically came back from what happened in the bud and was like don't be Batman and his father going yeah like that was issue 84 whatever it was where you
1: had basically comes all the way back to the first issue where he's trying to land the plane yeah yeah would this be a good death
0: yeah you know um so like seeing, seeing Thomas Wayne not being like, yo, you, you didn't need this. You don't need to be Batman. You know, I'm doing this for you. So you don't have to be this way. And, and really kind of getting down to why Bruce does what he does and things like that. Like the series is, it, 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 again, it was heady for some, and I think that might be another reason why some people didn't, couldn't really process it. But I thought it was fantastic. Uh, this was a great run. It's a great compliment and follow up to what Snyder did with this series. And you, know, you everyone, and, and people ever go, who cares about Batman? Show them these two series. These series. Hey,
1: comic book book club for the twenty for twenty twenty.
0: Oh, of course. The Tom King Batman. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because we've already done Snyder. We've already done Snyder. We were waiting until this got finished. So now that it's done, we'll do these eighty five. We'll break this up into like three uh three or four different uh, uh episodes. But yeah, we're definitely doing this. I, it's been on my wait list. I was just waiting for him to stick the landing on it. He did, and so we're here. Um another DC book. I'm I'm still behind on this now, all the way caught up on this. Um the Flash. We talked about this on on uh the mailbag, but uh guys the flash has been good. <laughs> This has been great. This has been. This has been. A, I mean, I feel like this is another one of those great series that everybody talks about all these other books, but nobody talks about how great the Flash has been, and um, it's been great. Just watching Barry himself had to admit that he has to be a student again. Barry is going back and having to learn how to be the Flash and why the Flash, and and on top of all of that. All the power, uh, all the different force powers and things like that, and which is obviously into a bigger issue in the multiverse that ties into a larger thing, the larger story that's going on in DC. It's all there, like it's been fantastic, absolutely fantastic, and I love the art too. So, um, uh, but that's why. Um, those are the three big ones for me. Uh, last few months over at DC. You got anything else? I know you probably got a bunch, bunch more.
1: Justice League it is the modern Doomsday Clock he tells it in a different way but Scott's telling a very similar story with what Jeff and uh, his team are doing, uh, Gary Clark are doing but I've I've just yeah I've really 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 enjoyed um... yeah it's hard to talk about without spoiling but yeah. I would, if you like DC Comics, if you like big, large, universe-shaking stories, Scott Snyder's got one for your ass. And it's a dope Batman story, too, of course, because it's Scott Snyder. Of course. <laughs> yeah, i got to catch up on it. Like he, did. he never thought they would let him write Superman. Like, he says, there are moments in here that I loved writing for Superman. Um, last Night on Earth, the three-parter kind of capper to Snyder and Capullo's Batman. It is a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Batman's going to save the world. There are three oversized issues. A quick read, easy read, fun read. Um White Knight is awesome. We talked about the first one. The second one is um with Azazel uh, Ezreal, and Joker's back. It's very well done. I'm trying to think what else am I reading over at DC. I miss Green Arrow. I've I caught myself like actively missing Green Arrow this week.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. We're gonna do a, green, a really good run this re, year. Yeah, we're doing a Green Arrow uh, character corner. It's gonna be a two-parter sorry. Uh next month, a couple of weeks. Mm. Um, <laughs> so uh, we'll be talking. will definitely, be, and the second part, we'll definitely get to that, that that run. I I really did like that. That was a great run. I'm sorry that 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 was a. That, I really didn't.
1: Uh, I mentioned this over at the uh, on the mailbag. Uh, Christopher Priest Deathstroke run is over. Amazing piece of work there. I'm reading Flash Forward, because I like Wally. It's not as terrible as I thought it would be.
0: I'm glad you said that, because I I've read the first issue and was waiting, so I'll go and check it out.
1: The art picked up, the art's better from the first issue. The story is still kind of like, where is it going? But it's an interesting, where is it going? Not a kind of, not a bored one. Okay. Young Justice is great, I just, oh, oh, oh! We haven't talked about the biggest news of the month!
0: I was waiting for you to bring it up. I was, I was waiting for you. I was, I, I was like, he's not going to move on until he brings this up.
1: So go ahead. This nigga took off the glasses. <gasps> it's wait, so Clark Kent. For who don't know, about Superman or haven't followed any for the last three months, Brian Michael Bendis out of Superman as Clark Kent. He didn't out Superman. Superman out of himself. He went before the world. He said things that I believe in. Things that I do. The reason I started this. Things have changed. It's hard for me to say that I'm fighting for truth. It's hard for me to live my personal life as someone who campaigns for truth and be lying to all of you. Clark can Superman, and the fact that it came out the same month as Doomsday Clock hmm. was awesome. Like it was like that was a, a piece of that corporate synergy that I just want to applaud for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The issue itself is masterfully done. For people who say I only read this he's two words. He, He's, you don't want anyone else in the world writing that issue for you. Maybe Mark Wade. He hits every note perfectly. When he tells Perry, because he does, during his speech, you splicing of him telling the people in his life. At one point, he, tells, he doesn't tell Perry, white, you just see him in this one page. It's like, I think four panels of silhouetted figures. You see Perry yelling at Clark. You see Clark hold his finger. You see him open the shirt. You see Perry almost fall over, and you see Clark use his x-ray vision to make sure he's not having a heart attack. <laughs> it's perfectly Superman. It's perfectly Clark. It's gonna be something that changes I don't know if you want see in the previous the next couple of months, but it changes the world.
0: Well, it's the end of in the end of uh that uh the end of the Batman run where Joker is, the, the the Joker's henchmen are watching the news and find out that Clark and Superman and Joker kind of has a has a reaction.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, re- he he that's a well said, sir. He reacts. <laughs> he has a reaction. I um, feel like that's a thousand percent fair. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. No. Um. But this. But this is what I'm talking about. This is where. This is where I'm intrigued with rebirth and what they've done with rebirth. It, it feels like DC is finally allowing their characters to make huge changes that mm-hmm. can't easily be immediately redone and and i think that's good like after end of the batman run i'm like you can't just put all this stuff back into a bottle right right and if you do you're going to cause problems now i'm carrying so who knows what they'll do but (laughs) i've i've gotten to the point where they've gotten me comfortable to go okay so we're doing this this has been it's been four years now and there hasn't been any any indication that we're about to reboot everything and throw it all away again. So I feel comfortable kind of reading this up and saying, we have some new dynamics coming up and we can tell some new stories in different ways and put new things out there and let's do that. So, um, and I think that's important for them, particularly for the, uh, particularly for Batman and Superman. Those are the two that have always been, haven't moved a lot like with Wonder Woman they just because the go back and the, us our Wonder Woman character corner right they've had to do some adjustments with Wonder Woman all the time right <laughs> and she already had her big adjustment right with her coming out of her being you know half god right they they did that with her back in New 52 so we're now trying to get to the point where what are we doing with Superman what are we doing with Batman and here we got some new things Alfred is dead Um, the, uh, you have him married to Catwoman and now you have Clark Kent is, everyone knows Clark Kent is Superman. So these are some new dynamics that you can now really play with to, to tell some new different stories or characters that have largely, you know, always kind of reverted back to, to, to form every time you've now put them in some new positions. And I'm really interested in seeing where that goes. You know, I mean, even they've even done with the Flash. When you think about it, you got, you got Barry Allen basically going back to the basics to learn how to be um, the Flash again, and also admitting that Wally West is faster than him. <laughs> so you're you're having to so do this. Nice Wall- to
1: him say out loud, though. You see what it now? I nice hear him say it out
0: loud. I mean, no, no, you need to, you know, yeah, you know. So and I appreciate I appreciate that reminder that Wally was more in tune with the Speed Force, entertaining that, and Barry being like you know what, I'm kind of, a, I, I got comfortable and I, I stopped, I stopped learning, you know, and having to deal with that. So I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see where DC goes with so many things. I think they're, they've, they've done a good job of setting up some, some setting up for some new stories for some new creators to come in and tell the, and add on to these stories. And I think that's what they've needed because they've gotten, they were getting stagnant for a while. So where where some people can say that sometimes Marvel Goes a little bit too out there With making changes, I think DC's biggest problem is They always, at the first sign of trouble They always go back to reverting back to form And I think that's been a problem for them So, I think this is good I think the future for DC Comics is really bright
1: A thousand percent agree, man I, uh, This has been a, a crazy I guess last, what, 18, 24 months for DC? Yeah where it's, it's, it, the complaints I've had, I, why just shut the fuck up? Yeah, it's like, let me just now wait. like, there's too many good books. Yeah, let me just like, wait and see. I heard how good Aquaman is. I just had a chance to read it yet.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my biggest thing. There's, there's too many good books out there. I, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have the time at this point. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's the, the, the good problem you have with, um, <laughs> with, uh, 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 TV shows. Like, I don't have the time to, to, to read, uh, the comics or watch the TV shows,
1: so. Um. Anything else with DC? Um. I'm not reading Morrison's Green Lantern. I tried. I'm sorry. Oh, Far Sector. You reading that one? It's a story about a Earth Lantern sent into the far reaches of the galaxy. It's I forget, oh let me see. I look up who's writing it. But I guess like the uh, the main character is based loosely on like uh, Janelle Monae. Like she looks like her in the artwork. Jamal Campbell's right, uh, I drawing it. Who's writing? Let me see here. N.K. jimison, She's a award-winning science fiction author, and yeah, that's her. This is her first comic work, and that's another thing I noticed this decade has been the influx of outside writers to this medium, mm-hmm. and how good it's gone. And yeah, I think we're two issues into Far Sector, but it's very, very, very good. It's only twelve issues. Uh, it's a murder in a place that hasn't had a murder in five centuries. I really enjoyed that book. Um, what else? DC-wise, I'm sure there's stuff I'm missing. Hawkman's good still. Um... Talks about Deathstroke already. Just give that run a chance, everyone. Christopher Priest, it's pretty definitive 50-issue run. Yeah, I think that's really top of my head. That's really it I'm reading right now. DC-wise.
0: Cool. All right. Let's hop over to Marvel and all the X books. Um, thank you guys for ruining my pockets. Um, I think it's safe to say that the X Men are back.
1: You know who else is back? My full blown like fictional crush on Kate pride.
0: <laughs> yeah, Holy I, I should. Yeah.
1: They're such a badass.
0: Yeah, I'm reading Marauders X I'm, all of them. So all all the yeah, the, I was the, saying, all of them. All we'll, them.
1: we'll eventually ruin some out, but I'm not there yet. Yeah, you say what now? I'm eventually gonna like thin some out, but we're not there yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, cause you gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure out where to thin out, and so you gotta start with them first. You gotta get them at least four issues, and we haven't gotten four issues yet. So I gotta read
1: them all this right now, called, right? By the way, people, think this is called people enabling each other. <laughs> That's all this is.
0: I'm just, I'm trying to figure out which ones do I not? Uh, I love Excalibur. I have, I, I have that. I haven't read it yet, but I, I have that one also. So it's like. Uh, so many books,
1: <laughs> so many books. Like I'm gonna read the main book, duh. Like that's silly. Of yeah. course I'm reading that. X Force, of course I'm reading that. Like yeah. there's mm, New Mutants, yeah. New Mutants.
0: Yeah, I'm reading New Mutants too. Yeah, I got that one. Um, the thing about the X Force, the, the X books is I'm so excited for this new dynamic with X Men. At the same time, like you're seeing already, it's like huh, all the excitement we have for powers and House of X about the mutants are they 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 got it right this time. And you're like. Doesn't last that long. The first issue of X Force, Xavier is is is, is assassinated. And just is, like
1: what you're learning is there is no right. Right, humanity will always push back no matter how you dress it up. And the the and the confirmation that they were indeed dressing some shit up. Mm-hmm. Like yeah yeah, this is going to be a problem. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be a problem. I mean, like you
0: you, you had, I mean you had an uh, X Men. You get the 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 gates to uh the gates are hacked by a bunch of old but three by four old women. Like it's like. Yeah, there's there's so many problems here. It's like you can see the cracks forming at the same time. You're rooting for the X Men. You're rooting for them, and this thing. Like I love that 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 um conversation that Gene and Beast have. I want to say it was in X Force two or three where they're going to resurrect uh Xavier and they were talking about you know I'm, Beast is like I'm worried that um. That will not have a fear of death. That will because we can always be resurrected. I'm, I'm worried that we'll stop being a, hell of a fear of that. And she was like, "Well, you know, people fear death, but it's like you you you're, you're afraid to live. You you hold on too tight to certain things. So this allows us to not having not being afraid of death allows us to actually to live. And so I'm like I said, I don't know where all these things are going. I don't know who is a per, who is a person inside of. Uh, of um of of the island who murdered that fifth assassin. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? Like, I just what's
1: what, what's what's Sebastian doing with Shinobi? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, bringing back Shinobi Shaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God bless you. The upstarts. I remember all this shit. Yeah, man, I was an ex kid in the nineties. Let's do this shit.
0: Like. Sinister really isn't a mutant, so can we not have him on the island? Like, I just... There's just so many things that I'm just like...
1: Was it? Sinister. I mean, he is, but is he's, he... I mean, he's not. Although, well, no, this this clone is, remember?
0: Oh, that's right. Ah! <laughs> Damn it. Ah! Just... Since you're cheating, y'all. I mean, between this and... and the the, the the this group that's out the Xeno group that's out to trying to stop me like all this stuff man it's just oh my gosh you see you see how this ends like all other times that it ends at the same time man it's gonna be a hell of a ride cause I'm excited I get to see all these uh, I don't want to root for, for the X-Men cause I don't want to get my hopes up I just like I'm not gonna lie in X-Force man they're getting their ass kicked <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're getting their asses kicked man they fucking they took pieces off a of domino bruh they stripped her for parts bruh. yeah yeah
0: so yeah between x-force and x-men are, are 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 my top two right now i'm loving the other ones though. that i mean don't just because i have those those my top two doesn't mean I'm not reading or enjoying the other the other ones. There's not. I'm waiting for the big um, Wolverine one that drops. That drops in January, or February, right? The Wolverine yeah. book, yeah. So I know when that comes, I'm gonna get in that.
1: Um, there's a new, there's a new. I guess it's an X book with Havoc in the lead. Yep. Havoc and Psylocke running a team. I, I think that's what it is. Jesus, like, I don't want to give you my money. But I'm going to. How about that? Yes. Uh,
0: take all my money, man. I'm at this. I'm the side a comic budget again. Like I'm, gonna put myself, I had to already remove some of the comics that I'm. I'm kind of reading, but not really. That I'm like, I can wait until the trades come in or wait until they hit Marvel Unlimited. I gotta keep up my budget. You ready know, for we should,
1: know, we should, You know, we should do. What hypothetically, if everyone who listened gave us a dollar, that would help us a lot.
0: I mean, yeah. Our was, comic I mean, yeah, 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 I mean, you guys can always donate to the Chris and. Chris and Deep Palm Comic Book Fund. I mean, we we take all the names. I
1: really have to start putting my Vimeo and shit. Like this is ridiculous.
0: I mean, everybody else does it. Put a cash Cash Me app in front of it, and you just you know. I'm just saying. Hmm. That's, that's how the youngsters do it. Um, the youth. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of uh youngsters who are not young anymore. Um, I uh I wrapped up uh King Thor, and um, well, Jason Aaron.
1: Justiney had something to say about Thor, <laughs> and they let him say it. The God of Gods, bruh. Listen,
0: um, I think the last time we talked, like Gore just showed up at the end of issue one. So yeah. what are we doing with this? And the fact that this comes all back full circle
1: is it's just all one story.
0: Like the the gods that they brought up were like from the god bomb story you know like all them years ago like the uh,
1: it ends where it started bro
0: this is why you give creators the time they need to tell their story and don't interfere like he told a hell of a fucking story with Thor and then set us up for the future for whoever he's and and then he's handing it off to Crazy man, Donny Cates. (laughs) So I'm not getting rid of that Thor subscription either. Just like Batman, I'm keeping that as well, because why the hell not? Why would I not uh, continue listening and reading? After what Cates has done with Venom, uh, Thanos, and everything else, uh, yeah, Thor, why not? Let's keep it going. So... Um, but yeah, man, what a great arc. What a great way to I'm glad they gave him those four issues to finally wrap up him him saying something on Thor. Like, it's been perfect. It's been so good. Um speaking of somebody else who's got something to say about a character. Um at this point, if you guys are not reading Captain America, I don't fucking know what to tell you. Like Ain't nothing for you, baby. I just coach is coach is doing that shit over there. So you need you need to be reading that. Um I'm also catching up on Ironheart. I know that the, the twelfth issue is come out and it's already ended, but I'm not finished all the way catching up on that. But uh Wing did a fantastic job with Ironheart. Um and um definitely I uh, take that out. I'm looking forward. I think she has said to her next project is coming out uh with Marvel. Something's launching. He might have already announced it. I don't know what it is, but another it's, it's I
1: figured what it's called. I'm blanking right now, but it's basically where they're going to do registration for the teen hero or banning teen heroes.
0: Oh, that's the the big thing they're doing. That's the new big yeah. arc they're doing. And she's on it. Oh wow. Okay. Yes, yeah, that new the big 2020 crossover event. It's, it's so it people called?
1: were like mad it got canceled, and I tweeted out to Eve. I was like, I know in New Marvel this means that something's playing. Congratulations! And she just sent me a wink emoji back. I was like, all right, there we go, we're on. <laughs> and here it is.
0: Yeah. What is the name of that event? It's like a new. Is it the? Ah, uh, because it, it was a big thing they just announced. And when you see the names of everybody who's going to be contributing to this, these, these crossover and what, they, what they've got coming in, man, we are in for something special. So,
1: um, let's see. The Marvel? i trying to find in the it? Marvel.
0: Marvel Empire. That's what it Empire. is. Yeah, it's called Empire. So, um Yeah it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big a big that's gonna be the big one coming in uh into um 2020 so keep an eye out for that and um yeah i'm looking forward to that so uh let's see what else i got on my list what else do uh, you got anything else uh, on your marvel list the spider
1: books i'm loving you know all dan dance stuff over there so dan slot's on iron man he's- just ended his Iron Man run because he's going to be launching Iron Man 2020, which is the Iron Man from the future that we've seen from the 90s. Oh, but shit. But now that we're in 2020, the, the, he's actually doing it because they thought this was a crazy person.
0: Oh, the one that we just said we weren't going to
1: read. <laughs> Arno, Arno Stark.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. That's he's crazy. a real
1: character now. He resurrected Tony's parents. Tony identified himself as, a, as an artificial organism. And he's retiring as Iron Man. So now Iron Man 2020 is going to happen. and They're also, <clears throat> also going to be launching a Force Works book to kind of counteract them, it's going to be uh, War Machine, uh, Mockingbird, Quake, and U.S. Agent. All four notable characters from the MCU. Hmm. So all those profiles are getting raised right now, which is pretty interesting. Um, what else? What else am I reading? Talks about we talked about all the X books, obviously. Um, Captain America. We all talked about it. Fantastic Four, Loving Sloth Run. Just really enjoying what they're doing there. That Sue Storm, Sue Richards. Excuse me, mini series that wrapped up last month. Uh, five issues of Sue as a CIA agent. Really enjoyed that. Um, and I can't talk enough about Marauders and how much fun it is. Yeah, um, <laughs> What if Kitty Pryde was the captain of a boat? Yeah.
0: It, it's also funny just seeing some of the, the dynamics between uh, the different characters like Kitty and and Emma and Emma and Jean. And it's just...
1: <sighs> and that's the best part about, I think, this new X reality that we find ourselves in is that... We get to see those all happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even Bobby taking them into the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's like not the best space lawyers. <laughs> no.
0: No. <laughs> no. All a bad idea. Yeah. Ugh. So um all right, cool. Uh so one thing we wanted to do before we wrap this up, we wanna talk about some of our favorite comics of uh, the last decade or so. Uh this is not a complete run, this is not all the favorites, it's something me and Deepom kinda of threw a threw a uh a, a, Throughout ourselves, and I guess we'll just go back and forth. Um, some of our favorite comics that we've uh, and comic series that we've run and we've read over the last decade or so, which was actually a lot. Like, there's been a lot. There's been so many good comics. We're going to miss some stuff because I was like, oh, wait, that did come out this decade. Oh, that did come out this decade. So, yeah, that's what just, I've been doing a lot of. just to let you know, for all the people that say comics are dead and there are no good stories anymore, they are lying out of their asses to you. So. There have been so many just in the last few years. I had to go back further and be like, oh, wait. No, no. We can go all the way further back. So um, I'll start. You want me to start? Go ahead. All right. I'll start. I'm just going to say, because we were just talking about him now. Um, Let's just say the Hickman stuff. I just say the Hickman stuff. That's, I,
1: so for me, this is almost the decade of the writer. Yeah. <laughs> well I'll just say a name, like all that shit. If you see his name, I read it. I mean. And Hickman was top of the list.
0: I mean, it's Secret because
1: Wars. starts with four.
0: Well, Secret, uh, was it that or Secret Warriors? I could not remember which came first.
1: Oh my god, you might be right. Secret Warriors then came Warriors, first. 2008
0: though. It was either 2008 or 2009. I can't remember. It was a weird, weird thing. It right so, there. Yeah. He was right there. So you got you start with Secret Secret Warriors, Fantastic Four, Avengers, New Avengers, and then the um the Secret War stuff like that. It was the decade of Hickman.
1: <laughs> if we was gonna be real. I mean, and then, yeah. and then he ended it with. And then he ended with X Men. He ended not with X-Men with relaunching the largest comic team franchise in the world
0: yes <laughs> you're welcome you're
1: welcome oh um, by the way took a lot of his ideas and put them in the movies you love yeah you're welcome the, the Black Order he invented them yeah yeah Secret Warriors was 2009 it started it lasted until 2011 wow so we can count it fuck that I'm it counts
0: it. it counts oh
1: and that's not counting
0: S.H.I.E.L.D. No, it doesn't. I didn't. It's not because Shield was weird, but yeah, Shield. I Shield. Yeah, Shield. I mean, it's it was the, it with the decade of Hickman, guys. I
1: like how Shield you know, was weird because that's a thousand. That's an understatement. But it, yes. Yeah,
0: because was. because it started and then it ended last year, <laughs> or was it earlier this year? I can't remember when that when it, they finally it finished. It took it took a little bit of time. Took a little bit of time. It was still good though. Still fantastic. Um, so all right, who you got next?
1: Or what do you got next? I mean, all, let's see. Oh, oh, I was going to start outside the big two. So, all right, let's do that. Let's do that. Kirkman. Because Mm -hmm. Invincible wrapped up in 2017 and Walking Dead ended up earlier this year. Mm -hmm. And while your mileage may vary on how you feel about the, the show, there's no denying that a black and white comic about a zombie apocalypse launched something that we never saw coming. We never saw it coming. We had no idea he had this in him. Because when you're doing gravity, some other things, Invincible's kind of off and on. Invincible's my favorite superhero story. Modern superhero story, I should say. One where you're not beholden to, like, normal superhero tropes, almost like where, I guess, you know what, take it back. It's my favorite superhero story of all time. Because hmm. it, it starts and it finishes, first of all, which the rest of them, they don't. <laughs> and this, well, maybe we'll Spider-Man, but this is, like, it really, it's a really well done, like, one we're going to sit down and do that or comic book club Mm -hmm. because I think it's 144 it's just brilliant the whole time through Um, the way he wrapped up both that and Walking Dead sticking the landing is tough in all mediums it's tougher when it's creator owned because he wrote in the Walking Dead I could have written this book for 10 more years and just cash checks but I told the story I wanted to tell I knew how the story was going to end 50 issues Yo, I'm glad I got to do it. Thank you and good night. And the confidence to walk away while it's still making him millions of dollars on television is pretty impressive, and I hope that's where we we'll see a lot more of the creator and stuff. Yo, you seen on television, what's that show, uh, Fleabag? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but apparently it's really good, and they were going to give her a lot of money to do a third season. She said, no, I'm done. Good. I had two in me. So the Good Place, my favorite show in the last 10 years, is doing four years. Four, four, four seasons. And they're out. So I think that more than even just the two pieces of comic book them that I'm talking about, the attitude of I've got more stories in me, I don't need to lean on this, the the, the idea of not creating scared mm-hmm. is something that I really wanted to, to, to mention here with that.
0: Cool. <clears throat> all right. Um I guess I'm up next. Now. Yeah. Um all right. So what we'll, this is this is a low-hanging fruit, but it it is ongoing, but we're still outside the big two saga. I mean, that's uh given. I think saga has been a fantastic run. I'm I'm still waiting for it to come back after the break. I think it, I think this last um when it comes back the last run is when it when it's finally going to end.
1: So that's I'm going to
0: start it. Um and I think that's, I mean, again, you got to do that with some of these books, right? You wait until all them come out and then you read it at once so you don't have to wait for the huge, huge waits in between. Um, but Saga uh, has been a fantastic ride and a, a fantastic run. And it's, it's one of the ones that is great to reread it. You read it the first time and you go back and read it again and again. It's very, very rereadable. Um, and I know that got a lot of, they got a lot of people that weren't really into comics reading some comics too. So I think that to me it, it puts it on one of my favorite reads uh, of this decade. Um, also, let me uh, one more thing, and I'm I'm doing two. I'm going back and forth here. But this one. This is the back half of one. This is one that kind of one of the first comics we started doing for Humble uh, Book Club. But the back half of Fables, uh, Bill Willingham's mm. Fables. I think I want to say it ended in 2015 and it started well before, started well before <laughs> that beginning of decade. I want to say it started in 20- twenty 2004, but the back half of the of fables is really, really good. And a lot of that did fall into this decade. Uh, so if you have, if you're getting, if you're looking for some non um, comic booky, non big two books, fables is a fantastic read. And since it's done, you can go and you never do worry about your series ending and not getting the full story there. It's all there. Uh go pick it up and read it. Um. Yeah. Um.
1: I'm doing two as well. Okay. My first one's going to be very short because it's more than meets the eye. And you know? Oh uh,
0: yeah. You I, know? I didn't even put it on my list because I was like, okay, he's gonna, he's got this. The
1: whole thing happened this decade, Chris. I know. <laughs> <laughs> January 2012 to December 2016. That's amazing. Um. If you've never heard me sing the praises, hit the archives. I've interviewed the author James Roberts a couple times. I've badgered Chris into reading this. Um, I've him been talking about it, so I'm not gonna. You, and you I'm you, glad you, you
0: did, and I'm glad you did.
1: That's all I need to. Have, that's all I need to hear. Um, this one, Tom King, Mister Miracle, Vision, Batman. Hell of a hell of a run. Not just a run. That's how he. Got, that's how he started. Right. I mean, right. Hell of a start. He was an in, so. So he was an intern in two thousand at um, DC and Marvel. He's eventually an assistant to Chris Claremont. After September eleventh, he joined the CIA. He then returned to comics. Wrote Grayson, which I, I didn't list out. Grayson was very good as well. Omega Man, which I love more than. I probably should have. And then the vision and Miracle Man, I feel like have gotten enough mainstream acclaim. I don't need to explain why they're good. The vision was, it gives me chills thinking about it. Like what he pulled off there. And then Miracle Man's just a study in mental health. The 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 lens with which he approaches superheroics through broken people doing extraordinary things is largely informed by a CAA background, mm-hmm. but it adds it makes for great writing, Like, right. great like gut wrenching knife in your gut writing. Right. Yeah.
0: No. Tom, that that right there, uh, that's a beginning <laughs> in in the comics right there. You know. Um, coming in so strong, and yeah, oh boy, yeah, Tom King has some stuff. Um, I'm trying to think if I had anything else. Oh, so I love this comic. It. I'm I'm hoping, I'm waiting for it to come back. I'm hoping it comes back. Karen Gillard wrote it. Uh, Uber, Uber, and an mm-hmm. Uber invasion. I'm hoping mm-hmm. he's able to come back and finish it. I, there's something else going on. He hasn't been able to finish it yet. But I love that book. Um, uh, Rod put me onto that one and I started reading it and so it's again one of those indie books that it just takes forever to come out when it does um, so um, let's see
1: I got a couple more yeah let's go oh, I got plenty Dan more Slott's, Dan Sloth's Silver Surfer yeah
0: I knew you were gonna, some of these I didn't put on my list I knew you were going to put them on so
1: it's the most romantic you I've ever read um, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye
0: oh so it's funny you mentioned Matt Fraction I actually put Matt Fraction for its Iron Man run on here
1: Yes, they both work. Yeah, the they both scientist. work. Yeah. I like candy run. Look, he had a very good decade.
0: Yeah, he had a very, very good decade.
1: He had a very good, very strong decade.
0: Here's one I can't believe you mentioned, because we, 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 you had just talked about him when we were doing the, uh, earlier in this poll list. Um, Bendis' ultimate Spider-Man with Miles.
1: Oh, I was getting there. Okay. I was going to say, I'm like... More Miles. Bendis invented Miles. He invented Riri. Yeah. He wrote Iron Man. He wrote X-Men. Yeah. He also came out and wrote fucking Superman. Yep. In a
0: in a, <laughs> in a decade.
1: He invented a new Spider-Man that won a fucking Academy Award. Yeah. He invented a new Iron Man. And then he said, I'm going to go out, Superman. I'm the way out of the decade. Oh, and I'm almost going to die in the middle of it. hmm yeah. Y'all can hate on... The Bengus hate the Trinity. I don't like Bengus. That's fine. You love his work, though. Show a little fucking respect. Like... You, you, Take some time, res- recognize what he's at, and show a little fucking respect.
0: Like you, you like Miles and Riri are two characters that people are so excited to see pop up at some point in the MCU. That's because of Bendis. You're welcome.
1: You're mm-hmm.
0: you're welcome. Mm-hmm. You're very very welcome. Um, here's something that's not um, like superhero comic book wise, but something we talked about a little bit on um, the mailbag earlier here, but. The Marvel Star Wars, Wars books. Um yep. if you were not reading them, first of all, if you if you need more if you need more of a Jason Aaron fix. <laughs> Jason Aaron was writing some of the Star Wars book. Karen Gillen was writing some of the Star Wars book. Cullen Bunn wrote uh that first Vader run, which was fantastic. All I see around I'm surrounded by is Fear and Dead Men. Yeah. All right. So Cullen Bunn's uh um Wait, was it Cullen Bunn on Vader? Yeah, was he? Yeah. Yeah, he was on Vader. Cullen Bun also did that Magneto run too, that was also great. So just wanted <clears> it out there. Um and then Charles Sewell's uh Vader, which takes place after episode three. And if you're playing Fallen Order, yeah. You might recognize some people from that run whose first appearance is in that Charles Sewell run from 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 the Vader run. Um yeah, the 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 Marvel Star Wars books. I think are because I have not heard a bad word about any of them right now. I'm pretty sure there are not some one. bad ones out there, um, but I haven't heard anything about them. Like they even has the ones for side characters. I have, I haven't started reading it yet, but the da- Dr. Afra book I heard is good. Um, the main star Wars book has been great. Uh, there was a, there was a four issue Darth Maul uh, mini series. That was awesome. Really it, it was great. <laughs> um, wow far as I'm concerned, they have not missed with the st- And if you're like one of those people that was like, well, I'm not going to read them because I read all this stuff during the uh, extended universe stuff. This is all the extended universe stuff, but good.
1: What if those ideas were good?
0: What if they were good? What if there was a plan? We put it in there. If you want to find out like how Vader figured out that Luke was his son, this you read that that
1: Vader book. That Another Vader- character you say you love told him. How about that? Spoiler.
0: Yeah. You know? Like this is where like this is where you fill in all those gaps. This is where this is where Luke goes from being that whiny kid we see in the movies to being like, oh, okay, I understand why Luke Skywalker wasn't important. Like, you read these books. Like, the Star Wars books have been great. And that's just the comic books. I think if you can tell you can go to the other books, the actual young adult novels and the novels they've written outside of that that are also canon, also expand that universe, like it's all been really great. So that's been some great content right there for this decade. If you really, if you really love star Wars stuff and you're like all into star Wars and you haven't been reading those books, you need to stop what you're doing. Go get those books and read them right now. Wait until there's a buy one, get one free sale and buy some of the trade paperbacks. Um, I want to say the star Wars book is ending soon, or maybe it's already has ended uh, because I think they're now at this point They've gotten to the point where, this is how this is what Marvel did. They got to the point now where like we've now filled in all the gaps. We're not ready to tell other stories. And they did that with this. So yeah, that was a that was a great a great book. Um, what would you got next?
1: Um, I'm in two books i in two books and one one uh, writer. The two books are both Miss Marvel and Unbeatable Squirrel.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: finally read Miss Marvel. I get it. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, do you will Wilson to a I don't think, hell, I,
1: don't like... think it's, I, I, I love it. Look like, for what it is. Yeah. I'm not. She's in the place with me right now because I read a bunch of her in Champions. Like I've just read the character a lot. They're like I now just it's all flushing it out for me. So I have really enjoyed getting to know her better through those books. Squirrel Girl is just fucking fun. It's good and it's fun and it's smart and it's well written and. Just bravo to everyone who gives that to us every day. Um, We talked about this already, Scott Snyder.
0: Oh, yeah. I think that might be my, that's still top of my my run list. Between that and the Hickman stuff, like, boy, those 52 issues of Batman.
1: Well, how about this? How about Tom Taylor? Hmm. Injustice God's Among Us. I'm telling you guys, I know you're thinking comic book video game tie-in. No, thank you. Read this book. It is Tom Taylor giving Carbloss to do whatever he wanted because the because re- the reality wasn't weird. It wasn't real. Either the characters end up with end up for the video games. And you can do anything you want in between, including have Killer Croc, Killer Croc and uh, Orca get married. <laughs> in a tearjerker of a ceremony, beautiful ceremony, he writes probably my favorite Holly Quinn of all time. He also gave us X Men Red. Those panels I posted, Gene Greg telling people that they're trash, he wrote that. He also wrote Laura Kinney and all new Wolverine. Tom Taylor, his name's in the book. Read the book.
0: Um, <clears throat> obviously we mentioned it before. There's no need to keep singing the praise of this, but Jason Aaron's Thor run, obviously, is
1: in that list. I mean, oh, also Southern Bastards. Yes, I love Southern Bastards. is The book that my wife reads more than any other book, but. It's still run, yes. That's that's
0: why we're here. I mean, it's just we've talked us, we sung the praises of it already. We need to keep doing it, but you guys know what it is. Um, I'll say this was this was a, a surprise one for me because there's, I mean, the the Snyder bat. There were some we we always shit on New Fifty Two, but there were some New Fifty Two runs and books that were actually really good. Obviously, the Batman run. Um, I actually liked the first seven volumes of Greg, uh, and it was because he was writing at the time. Greg Ruck is uh, Wonder Woman. I like that. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed those seven those uh seven issues uh i mean seven not seven issues seven volumes it was really really great we actually did a comic book club on those um and um again this is a newer one here but we talked about it since rebirth uh, the green arrow run on rebirth yeah. was like i said deep. I it. he's missing it <laughs> he's missing the book that is over yeah. now um it was that good it was, it was a great great run on there um you got anything else man? I know we're missing so much Again, this this has been This has been such a great fucking decade Like we can go into we
1: are, we are in the new golden age of comics As I like as I keep saying it, but I proved by doing the research for this yeah. I want to mention more Tom Taylor books Because I feel like I changed it and I apologize Um, Deceased mm. Did you read Deceased? I haven't It's really good, you'll really enjoy that And before we get out of here, I can't get out of here without mentioning my boy Al Ewing, you crazy motherfucker Oh yeah <sighs> <laughs> <See>? fuck. <laughs> You're right. That was a great noisy made.
0: I can believe. Well, so you said that, but I forgot another one. We, we mentioned before, Donnie Cates with um, with hey! with, the, with Venom and Thanos. Yo, like, <laughs> there's
1: been so much good writing.
0: Like, I mean, cause we we did the big. We were talking about the big runs, but when you go into some of the smaller and like shorter runs that people did here here and there, I mean, there's so many. This was a golden a golden age, man. This was a great decade of comics. You could find... And I mean,
1: also Mosaic. So lots of stuff happened.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, there's Mosaic and there was Falcon that were really bad. So, I mean, not everything was great. Not everything was, you know, peaches and cream. But, hey, there were still a lot of good stuff to find um, out here. And, and to go from. Like, there were some big names. And I think it was also a great year to kind of get new characters and new content and get things like oh shit, we didn't even mention him, but fucking Nick Spencer, Nick Spencer's Captain America run, on um, both of those shows, leading in the Secret Empire. I'm telling you right now, folks owe him an apology because he did a fantastic fucking job. And wow, you know, um, so
1: yeah, this is a wild, like this was a wild ten years of we, comic
0: book. This is this is just basically mentioning things off it the top is of our head.
1: Fucking Guardians, this ten years,
0: yeah. 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 So, this has been a this has been a wild ten years with some great stuff, and the next ten years or anything like this ten years, whew, boy, we are in for some treats. I look forward to
1: well, it. You got more? Here you go. Who did name Rick Remender? Oh shit! Yeah. X Force is this decade. I oh, X Force.
0: Right. Oh, X Force. That was a that was a great book. <laughs>
1: That was stressful, That was, such, stressful, man. That was, that was so a stressful. Real. That was
0: a stressful book. Great fucking book. Oh my god, that was a great fucking book.
1: Like and he wrote a he wrote Uncanny Avengers. Mm-hmm. He wrote AVX. He wrote pieces of uh, Secret Avengers. Like, yeah, man. He wrote the Captain America. The 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 tie from right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. He started. He started with, with with. He's the one that started with uh, Sam Wilson's cat. So mm-hmm. you know, um. Yeah, and then we're getting 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 other creators involved and getting some new stuff in there like I'm sure going into the the next decade, man, we're going to I'm looking forward to cuz he's been doing so well in Captain America. He turned off pretty strong on Black Panther, but he's doing a really great job on, on Captain America right now. I look forward to seeing what Tenohashi Coast does next, man, cuz he's hit his stride. Like this is it's almost scary at this point. Um He's he's cracked the code on this medium. Yeah. So, I need to read
1: the new Black Panther one.
0: Yeah, I, I need to catch up on that one too. Again, it's too many things to read at this point. Like, that's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. Um Yeah, but um Yeah, that's all we got. Uh we're gonna wrap up this uh, unless you got anything else you want to say before we wrap this one up.
1: No, just enjoy all we got it, guys, because there's gonna something's gonna happen. We can't this can't last forever. But I know we're, we, Chris and I like, jokingly bitch about our wallets and having to buy these books. I'm so glad it's good. I'm so glad it's good. I'm so glad that we're forgetting books. I'm so glad that we're shortcuting someone. I'm so glad there's someone listening right now who's mad and so you didn't mention X, Y, and Z and you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. But that's where we are now in 2019 or yeah. 2020.
0: Yeah so let's
1: enjoy what we got it guys
0: enjoy while you got it so again folks we'll be back uh probably i think the schedule is march for the next poll list um and we'll see what we're reading at the beginning of 2020 so we'll see you in the next year so thank you guys very much for listening make sure you guys subscribe character corner on itunes to radio spotify and we'll be back then we back then oh, and also like I said the, the next so let me go ahead and give you guys a rundown of the next numbered character corner So we're gonna be doing a combo book club for premium members on crisis on infinite earth We're gonna read that 12 issue mini series that are hopefully come in the beginning of January uh, And then about middle of January, we're gonna start the green arrow uh, character corner to kind of kind of coincide with the end of uh, CW's arrow uh, we'll be doing a two-parter on that, just because again, when we do DC characters, they pretty much have to be 2 partners because the characters have been around for so long. Um, and then after that, we're going to do our, uh, something else. We promised we're going to do the uh, rebirth run of Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, so we'll start that as well. So those are the first. That'll take us uh, January, February, and then the pull this in March. So that'll take us to the first uh three months of uh 2020 so that's what you got coming from us and we'll have more stuff coming out in 2020 so just stay tuned make sure to subscribe and until next time we're out of here peace